Hello and welcome to Atari Bytes, the show where we take a bite out of the story within a classic Atari 2600 game and see if that story bites us back. My name is Bill, his name is... Henry! Welcome to episode 30. Henry, what are you doing here? Um, I'm helping you with the podcast. Let's just remind people, why are you in my house? Um, I'm your son. You're my kid, yeah, and you just happen to be here today, so you're helping me out with the podcast. This isn't your first time around though, is it? You've been here before. This is my second time. Yeah. What did you play last time? Burger time. Burger time. We like burger time, don't we? Yes, we do. Yeah, but we're not talking about burger time today. Talking about Popeye. Popeye! First, a little news. Atari movie update. As you know, back in May, the Atari company announced that they were going to make movies based on the game's missile command and centipede. Did you know that, Henry? No, I did not. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Yes. So I've been yes, it is. openly, I've been openly lobbying to write one of those movies. That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Yes. But nobody from Atari has called me yet, so I'm still waiting. I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. Would you like it if your dad wrote one of those movies? Yes. All right, listen up, Atari. My seven-year-old son really wants his dad to write an Atari movie, so you should make that happen, don't you think? Yes. All right. Uh, in other news, looking at my stats for the past week. And you guys have been doing a great job downloading the show. I had a phenomenal week last week, especially for summer. So I don't know where you guys are coming from, but thanks. And keep it up. That's awesome. All right. In other news, there is no other news. So, moving on. What game are we playing again, Henry? Popeye! Nineteen eighty-three game from Parker Brothers, and Henry. I don't know if you know this or not, but the first thing we do usually is we look at the manual for the game and just tell people how you play the game. Okay? No, I did not know that. <laughs> well, you know now. Yes, yes, so, I do. I'm going to read a little bit from the manual. <laughs> the object of Popeye is Popeye. in the well, yes in the game your Popeye, and your goal is to catch all of Olive's hearts. Notes and X's, which are smooches. Are smooches gross, Henry? Kinda. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, before they hit the water and sink. Or before Brutus or the Sea Hag's bottles knock you overboard. Those bottles that fly at you, Henry, did you know that it's actually the Sea Hag throwing them at you? Do you even I know don't... who the do you even know who the Sea Hag is? No. Yeah. We watched some cartoons yesterday, didn't we? Yes. But that was really, that was probably the first time you've really seen a Popeye cartoon. Yes. And I don't think the, the Sea Hag was in any of those that we watched. Uh, I heard about Popeye, but I didn't watch it. Yeah. And People the, told me to watch it. I think in the cartoons we watched, they called his his enemy Bluto, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, in this game, and in, sometimes in the cartoons, they call him Brutus. So, that's the same guy. And that's his nickname. That's the same. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, what you're trying to do is catch the hearts, the notes, and the X's before they hit the water and sink, or before Brutus or the Sea Hag's bottles knock you overboard. Each time you complete a round, you'll automatically proceed to the next, and more difficult round. More difficult means harder round, and you'll probably die. Yeah, thanks, Henry. Hold the joystick in your hand so the red fire button is in the top left-hand corner, which is my all-time favorite instruction ever. The joystick moves left, right, up, or down. Oh, that's it's happen. not mine. <laughs> uh, press the fire button when you want Popeye to punch the Sea Hag's bottles or grab his spinach. 
With each press of the fire button, Popeye will swing his fist once. Note, holding down the fire button will not repeat this action, which is kind of frustrating, I think, when you play this game. Yes, it is. You'll play so frustrating. You'll play the game with four Popeyes. The first Popeye will appear on the left, topmost ledge, as soon as you hit the fire button or the reset switch. The remaining Popeyes are briefly displayed at the top of the screen and are then replaced by your score. In each round, Popeye must win olive oil's affection. You forgot something about the hearts. What, what? what happens when you get the hearts? I don't think we've gotten there yet. When you get the hearts, um, it makes you have more money. More, oh, um, more points. Yeah, yes. you get points for that. Yeah. In each round, Popeye must win Olive Oil's affection by catching all of her hearts, notes, or X's, depending on which round you're playing. To do this, you must guide Popeye up and down stairs, off ledges, even bounce him on a trampoline. We haven't gotten to, you didn't get the level of the trampoline. No, I was only on the, oh, yeah. I was stuck on the first yeah, level. Yeah, we got to keep practicing. Yes, yes I do. But Brutus and the Sea Hag do their best to knock Popeye overboard. Brutus with his fists and the Sea Hag with her fla- uh, her fast flying bottles. I don't know what the Sea Hag is. Yeah, she has, you don't actually see her on screen. Although, when I was a kid and you could play this game, like in an arcade, you could actually see the Sea Hag on screen. It was kind of cool. When you I should get that out. Yeah, we don't. I don't even know where you can find a Popeye arcade game now. If anyone out there listening knows where you can find a Popeye arcade game, send it know. to us. Well, they can't really send it to us. It's a great big. Now that I think about, it, you may never have seen an arcade game. Put I'll a, talk. I'll explain it to you later. Put it in a big giant box. There you go, people. My seven-year-old wants you to mail me a Popeye arcade game. So get on that. So get a big giant box and put it in. That's right. In each round, Brutus chases Popeye from platform to platform, trying to knock him overboard. Brutus can even reach up or down between platforms and knock Popeye over. If Brutus catches up with him, Popeye turns light blue and disappears. If you have a remaining Popeye, he will appear at the top ledge ready to try again. The Sea Hay. Although you never see this nasty old biddy, she's there, hiding on the sides and ready to pelt Popeye with a bottle. But she'll only let one fly when she's on the same platform as Popeye. What about when, you, when, the, what about when Popeye touches, the, touches Brutus? I, th- I think we talked about that. If Brutus... It, I, that's what I said before. If Brutus catches up with Popeye, Popeye turns light blue and disappears. And you, you forgot you lose to a touch. Life. Well, yeah, I, th- I think that's what that means, though. You have to touch it. Right. So, I was saying, if the sea hake throws a bottle and hits you, then Popeye turns light blue and disappears. No, I didn't turn light blue. I didn't see it turn light blue. All right. Henry's openly disagreeing with the instruction manual. Listen yes. Up, Pop, Parker I hate, I hate, I hate instructions. <laughs> I know you do. I do. Throughout the rounds, Popeye's spinach will randomly flash in, a, in specific places on the screen. And then you get it, you grow stronger. When it does, move Popeye over to it and press down the fire button. If you reach the spinach in time, Popeye will turn red and you'll hear the Popeye theme. This means it's your chance to knock Brutus overboard. And when you touch Brutus when you're red and strong, when, when you eat the spinach, you, when you touch Brutus, you, get, um, you, can, knock, you can knock him overboard. Or bam. If you if you do, Brutus disappears and you gain three thousand points. Three thousand points. Yep. If, in addition, if you catch any of Olive Oil's tokens while the tune is playing, you receive double the score for each. For each. Once Papa uses his spinach in any of the rounds, it will not appear again during the same round. Okay. So, in round one, you have to catch all twenty hearts before they fall into the water. Each time you catch a heart, a brick will appear on the side of Popeye's house, located at the top of the screen. Once there are 20 bricks, you'll automatically begin the next round. I never, got, I never got 20 bricks. When the round begins, Popeye appears on the left topmost ledge. 
You may move Popeye off the ledge and land him safely onto the platform below. Or you may move him in the opposite direction. He will travel around to the other ledge. You may move Popeye back and forth between ledges. What happened to me? Crazy. Crazy. Um, I s crazy, I say crazy. You may move Popeye back and forth between ledges or off either side and onto the next platform at any time. Brutus cannot walk on either of these ledges, but he can jump up and knock Popeye into the water. Popeye turns blue and disappears. On each platform, there are sets of stairs which Popeye and Brutus must use to move from one platform to the next. Use your joystick to guide Popeye up and down any of these sets of stairs. Popeye's spinach will randomly appear on the stairs to the left, either of Platform 2 or Platform 3. In the center of the screen, there's a ladder which connects Platform 2 and Platform 3. Popeye is, in, is the only one who can use this ladder, and only to move down from the second platform to the third platform. That's why I couldn't get up the ladder. Yep. However, Brutus can reach up or down this ladder and knock Popeye overboard. Love Notes, Round 2. Similar to Round 1, you must catch all 20 Love Notes before they sink into the water, and then otherwise the game works pretty much the same. Yes. Uh, except on level 2, there's a trampoline. At the bottom of the screen, there are two trampolines, one on either side. When Popeye's on the third platform, he can jump off either one of the ledges and onto the trampoline. When he hits it, he'll bounce up and land on either the second or first platform. Brutus can only bounce to the second platform. And again, in level 2, round 2, Popeye's spinach randomly appears. But the spinach appears on one of the trampolines during the round, and you cannot pick up the spinach with, while bouncing. He must be on platform four in order to four do Four so. to do the spinach. Thank you. Thank you. X's, X's, and more X's. Round three. This time, olive oil is blowing Popeye 20 smooches, and he has to catch them all. Each time you catch an X, a dash will appear in the upper left-hand corner of the screen. When you've caught all 20 X's, you automatically return to round one at a greater level of difficulty. In the center so of platform... it keeps going to one to three, and then each one is... So it keeps going, and each round is harder? Yeah. Okay. In the center of platform one on round three, just on either side of the ship's mast, there's a sliding floor. When po Popeye steps onto it, he'll be whisked to the other side of the mast. The sliding floor moves in both directions, and Popeye is the only one who can use it. Popeye misses the sliding floor. If he, if he misses the sliding floor, he falls to the next platform. Shoots. You'll notice that there are two openings in the floors of platform 2 and 3, one on either side of the ship's mast. If Popeye jumps through one of the openings on the second platform, he will slide down through the opening on the third platform and safely land onto the bottom of platform That's 4. That's true. <laughs> Thank you, Henry. You're um, welcome, And again, the spinach randomly appears at the bottom of the screen on either the extreme left-hand or right-hand side. The round ends when you successfully collect all of Olive's tokens. As long as you have a remaining Popeye, you will automatically advance to the next round. When you complete all the first three rounds, you will be done again at round one, but at a greater level of difficulty. The speed at which all of the tokens fall will increase, the Sea Hag's bottles will fly across the screen more often and at a faster rate, Brutus will chase Popeye more closely and at a faster pace. The game ends when you run out of Popeyes. Alright, that's pretty cool. Yes, yes it is. Two. <laughs> Hello, people. Henry's filling time while I look at my notes. Yes. Well done. Yes, You're like I a am. veteran podcaster, Henry. Yes. Yes, I am. All right. Uh, I think now is a good time to give the folks a little primer on Popeye, because like you, Henry, there may be a few people out there who really don't know anything about Popeye. So I'm going to tell them some things. Okay?
Popeye right, so is awesome. Well, yes, he is. He likes spinach. He does like spinach. And oh. I don't. Then <laughs> Henry doesn't. That's pretty much all you like. All and you he likes up. And he has a bunch of comics. There you go. Popeye the Sailor Man is a cartoon fictional character created by Elsie Chrysler Sager that first appeared in the Daily King Features comic strip Thimble Theater on she's, January... He's a sailor. Yeah. On January 17, 1929, Popeye became the strip's title in later years. Popeye has also appeared in theatrical and television animated cartoons. We watched some of those cartoons yesterday, didn't we? Yes. Yes, we did. Seeger's Thimble Theater strip was in its 10th year when Popeye made his debut, but the one eye... His, the eye that he has is his left eye. Did you realize that? No. Did you even notice that he only had one eye? No. Yeah. Uh, he's a one-eyed sailor. He became the main focus of the strip, and Thomas Strip became really popular. After well, Seger died... Well, I kind of figured out he has one eye. One eye was closed. So, Seeger died in 1938, and the comic strip was continued by many different people, including especially Bud Sagendorf. Many, 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 many. And was drawn by High Iceman, and went on and on. In 1933, Max Fleischer adapted the characters into a series of Popeye the Sailor theatrical Adapted. He, cool. ma- he made cartoons out of those comic strips, and I think those are the ones that we watched yesterday. Probably. Uh, probably the ones we watched yesterday. These cartoons proved to be among the most popular of the 1930s, and Fleischer and later Paramount's own famous studios continued production through 1957. Over the years, Popeye's also appeared in comic books, television cartoons, arcade and video games, hundreds of advertisements, and peripheral products. A bunch of video games. Yeah. There was even a movie in 1980 starring Robin Williams. Which um, we didn't do. Okay. So, this little thing. Thanks, Wikipedia, by the way. Uh, it didn't say a whole lot about who the characters are, but basically, what do you got? You got Popeye, who's a one-eyed sailor, smokes a pipe, is it good to smoke, Henry? Huh? Is it good to smoke? No. No. So Popeye shouldn't be smoking that pipe, should he? No. But he does. He smokes a pipe, and he's but a sailor. They didn't have... Uh, well, well, when they had it, it was okay. Oh, yeah. But they didn't know about that then. It was so, smoking. Yeah. So anyway, so he's a There's sailor, a and Brutus, or Bluto, is sometimes his friend and sometimes his enemy. Right? Mostly his enemy. Mostly his enemy. They fight a lot. Mostly, 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 mostly his enemy. Yeah, so who's Olive Oil? Oh, my girl, he likes... Yeah. Which is named Olive Oil. Which is named Olive Oil. Yeah, that's his girlfriend. So, um... They didn't marry each other. No, in one of the cartoons we watched yesterday, they were going to get married, weren't they? No. Yeah, they but they weren't. But Olive Oil said no. Yes, it was very dramatic. But they had kids. Yeah, well, she was dreaming about them getting married and having kids. No one really got beat up in that one, did they? No. Okay, Brutus so, wasn't in that one. So, Henry, when I was a kid, I never really read the comic strips. I saw some of them, and I think I read some of the comic books, but I really liked the cartoons, like the ones we saw yesterday, and then there were other ones that they made that I really liked to watch, and I watched those all the time. Uh, I was a little confused because sometimes they called the bad guy Brutus, and sometimes they called him Bluto, and sometimes... I'm just calling him Bluto. Sometimes Popeye wore a white sailor uniform. That's usually the cartoons I watched when I was a kid. He usually wore that outfit, but sometimes he wore the one outfit the, where his he had like a white sailor suit and a white sailor hat and stuff. And I think yesterday, most of the ones we watched, he wore different clothes. But um, so it was always the weird. one at the um where he had the long front of the car. Yeah. He didn't wear that. 
Yeah, that's true. And I even liked uh, the movie, the Robin Williams movie from 1980. So maybe someday we'll watch that because that was kind of fun too. Uh, although, folks, if you're out there and you're worried because uh, the Robin Williams Popeye movie is actually a little sweary. I was a little surprised. So what does sweary mean? There's some bad words in it. Bad so we, words? Yeah, Don't so watch that one. So we might have to wait a while before we watch that one. Don't watch that one. If, if, if you have a kid, don't let your kid watch that one. Yep. Never, ever, So ever, I suppose ever, as a kid, ever, I don't know what this says about me, but I like the over-the-top cartoon violence. Because um, they fight a lot, but it's pretty, it's pretty silly, right? It doesn't really look real. Doesn't no. look real. I like Unless you're Popeye and Brutus, yeah. it doesn't look real. And, I liked, and the other characters, it doesn't look real. And I liked waiting for the spinach to show up and that music that they play. And see it. Some of the cartoons, I didn't really do it yesterday, but some of the cartoons, Henry, when he would eat the spinach, he'd flex his muscle and you'd see a weird little picture on his muscle like like a, like a battleship or a cannon blowing up or something. And that would, sh- that would to show you that he was getting really strong. So I like that stuff when I was a kid. All right. And on his on the fat part of the of his lower arm, both he has it. He has an anchor on both. Oh, well, he has these anchor tattoos. Yeah, you're right. Give that guy in the air. Oh yeah, I like the air. I'm going off, see. Yeah, well, I'm going out with it, see. Oh, is that so? Well, I ask a boy. Besides that, who's coming in? You're a crowd. All right, so I think that's enough talking about what the game is. I think maybe we should take a break and then... And then we'll do the stories. And then we'll play the game. Well, first we got to play the game, right? And then we'll do the stories. Right. And we play the game three times. Okay. I just figured that out. Yep, we'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> that's great! <laughs> Why, I'm better than that one, I've got. Popeye, and we have a surprise special guest joining us today to do the honors with the game. Who am I talking to? Henry. Who are you? Yeah. You're what? Yes, son. Oh, he's my kid. Yeah. Of course, you guys probably already know this because Henry's not new to the podcast, right? You've done this before, right? Do you remember what game you played before? Burger time. Burger time. That was fun. Today we're doing Popeye. Um, so are you ready to play? Mm-hmm. All right, turn it on. So what are you doing now, Henry? Uh, I want to way. <laughs> Oops. It's hard to play and talk at the same time. Yes. Oh, you got the spinach. Gonna go get Pluto. Olive oil's dropping some more hearts for you. you got it. It's hard to punch those bottles. Wait, the bottles? Yeah, I know. They're supposed to be bottles. They don't really look like bottles, though. 
Okay, so that was a little bit of Henry doing the honors with our field report today. He played a little Popeye. It was kind of fun, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, when I was a kid, I got to play Popeye in the arcade. You know, I was talking earlier about the arcade version. Yes. When I was a kid. And when you play it in the arcade, the sound is really great, and the characters look like the cartoon characters. And this, you've never seen, gotten to see it, but they look... It would be like it's like watching a cartoon, only you get to play a game in the cartoon, and it looks it's really like awesome. A, it's like a um, episode on Disney Junior. Yeah, that's what it looks like, except it's a game, right? And you can play it. So when I was a kid, I was kind of disappointed when I got the Popeye video game and played it, because it doesn't look anything like the cartoon, does it? The sound is okay, but the graphics are not great, right? It, you kind of know you kind of know what Popeye looks like, and he does kind of look like Popeye. But did you think like Bluto looked like Bluto from the cartoons we watched? No. And, he was green. And you, you know, you already he said. He was like sick green. Yeah, it was like, well, wasn't he pink or something? Until no. you hit him? It was, he was reddish. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Mostly red, but some. And like the bottles that the sea hag threw at you, they didn't really look like bottles either, no. did they? Yeah, but in the arcade. It, it looked like the back of the bottles. Yeah, but in the arcade, that stuff all looked like that stuff, so it was kind of cool. But. Could you see the bottle throwing person? Yeah, so. Did you, um, what, you know, even though the game, the pictures in the game don't really look like the cartoons, did you like playing the game? Yes. What do you like about it? Um, I like the, the music, the characters, I, I like how he moves, how, uh, how, how, how Bruto flies when you hit him. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. So it's, it's a game that you would play again? Mm-hmm. Okay. I played a bunch of times. Okay. Now, you remember when we played, um, um, when we did Burger, Burger Time, time. Uh, we made up a little story about what we thought was going on in the game. Do you want to do that again? Sure. Do you have a little story you could tell us about Popeye? Yeah. All right. Give us a little Popeye story. Here, I'll give you I'll give you the message. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I'm strong to the finish because I eat me spinach. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. Toot toot. Alright. Um the once upon a time the Popeye went over to um Olive Oil's house and 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 then they went to the hospital because she was having babies and 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 then when the babies uh and then when the babies got home, they started making a big, giant mess in the house. And then they had to adopt. And then they had to adopt. And then they had to had to give one away, cause, cause they were making too much of a mess in the house. Okay. Um. First the of all. I think you just kind of recited the plot of the cartoon we watched yesterday. Yes. Also, you forgot to mention Bluto. What was Bluto and, doing? And Bluto was beating up the babies, but the but the babies beat up him. Wow. Okay. Those are really strong, talented babies. Well, went to kind of a dark place there, but all right. Yes. Um, so, well, thank you, Henry. And then so, Bluto ran away forever. I went ahead and... And then didn't come back. Okay. Because of the babies. And the end? Yes. The and Popeye the Sailor end. Man, and Popeye the Sailor Man. See, then he did do the music at the end, too. Right, yes. So I made up a little story, too, so I will tell my little story, okay? Yes. All right, so 
when I do the, my stories on, on this podcast, as regular listeners know, I kind of break it down into the five elements of a story. Which I kind of did. Yeah, well, yeah, you did a nice job. So there are five parts to a story. The introduction, the rising action, the climax, the, the uh, falling action, and the resolution of the denouement. Intru- and there's three other ones. Wow, really? Uh-huh. Okay, hit me. First, middle, end. <laughs> well, yes, your way is simpler than mine. Yes. The introduction in my in my five elements, the introduction is sort of like where you set things up, what kind of what's going on in the story. And then the rising action like is Like in books where they have like this like these pages that tell you about the story. Sure. The rising action where things are starting to happen, right? You're you're getting the conflict of the story, you're figuring out what who who the good guys are and who the bad guys are and that kind of stuff. And then the climax is the peak of the story where the, the the bad guy and the good guy come head to head and they fight it out and then the falling action is where things are getting tied up you know the the, the picking up the pieces after the climax and then so and then you and then you start the story well that's towards the end right the climax is sort of the usually story. it's like the middle of the story but it's like the, the most exciting part and then the falling action is where things are kind of recovering from that and then the resolution or Denman is basically the end of the story how uh, things end so in my story Betty Boop was going to bring the hummus Veronica was going to bring plan the activities Wilma who's Flinska. Betty Boop as I'm reading this Henry I realize you don't know who any of these people are no. but these are all other cartoon characters from a from, long time ago from kinda Popeye like, kinda like, no from other cartoons so Betty Boop and Veronica and Wilma Flintstone are all getting together with olive oil for the unfairly sidelined cartoon girls on the high seas weekend and it's gonna be awesome and then we have that's the introduction you get you introduce your characters and that's the setup the rising action the boys show up listen i had a thing with bluto once but it's over spinach power doesn't do it much for him where it counts and I love Popeye, which I told him about a bazillion times while those stupid hearts were flying. And it's a pain to carry all those things around, by the way. It's hard to get through security at the airport. But he gets a kick out of them, and well, my guys are idiots, so they do what they do. They fight, right? Bluto and Popeye fight a lot, don't they? In the airport? <laughs> they fight wherever. You know, yesterday wherever. we saw him fight in a diner. We saw him fight at Olive Oil's house. We saw him fight when they were getting Olive Oil's stuff and pop yep and pop a good a chair bluto a dresser a bed and a chair and another chair okay so in my at story at the same time olive's trying to have a nice quiet weekend with her friends and popeye and bluto show up and they start fighting so then we have the climax and you know what the climax is do i really have to tell you that silly music plays popeye eats some spinach and you wouldn't believe how much time he spends clipping spinach coupons and he gets a big set of bulging biceps right he gets huge muscles Bargain biceps, and in one of those cartoons we watched, he picked up the whole entire sidewalk, and 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 put his, and he was sweeping and swept it under the toilet. Yeah, uh, Superman could come take some notes, see how Popeye does things, couldn't he? <laughs> Okay, 
So... You know, you all know about Superman, right? I think okay. they probably know about Superman, yes. Yes. So, yes. the guys are fighting. You know, Popeye's eating his spinach. So what does he do after he eats his spinach, usually, Henry? Um, he punches or kicks Popeye. Bluto. Bluto. And Bluto flies off the screen. Yay, men are awesome, fighting for the honor of defenseless I, women. I, Woohoo. And he probably kicks himself in the head. I imagine that probably happens sometimes, too. Yes. Because so in the moving one, he he used his feet because Bluto pushed a sliding table and then squeezed his neck and then he ate spinach and then he kicked him. Exactly. Into a dresser and broke it. So that was Which the, was olive oil. So that was the climax of the story. The falling Climb. action. I do my thing. I tell Popeye he's awesome. Yes, ball, ball, budge, bulgy men who smoke pipes even in 2016 and have horrible grammar and pronunciation are incredibly sexy. I tell him. Then I tell him to go away. It's girl time. And then we have the end of the story, which in fancy words is the resolution or denouement. The girls and I have a great time playing Marco Polo with Bluto's unconscious body. What's unconscious mean? <laughs> means he's sleeping. Because oh. Popeye punched him out. And that's our show. My thanks to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for Creative Commons' use of his songs, Take a Chance, Reformat, and Pinball Spring. You can find Atari Bytes on iTunes, Stitcher, and many other places. Do please eat your spinach and be strong to the finish of a rating or review on iTunes. Or any... Or... Or... When people or, leave, or fruit and vegetables that get your vitamins. That's a good point, Henry. You should always eat your vitamins, shouldn't you? Roots and vegetables. Yes. Thank you for that special public service announcement. Email us at Atari Bites. Speech. What? That was a speech. Yes, thank you, Henry. Email us at AtariBytes2016 at gmail.com. You can like the show on Facebook, follow us at Atari Bites on Twitter, or follow me personally at Carnival of Glee. You can support the show financially on our Patreon page or by buying stuff in our Zazzle.com store. And don't forget to check out our other podcast, It's a Podcast, Charlie Brown, devoted to the adventures of Charlie Brown and Snoopy in all their animated glory. Next week on Atari Vice, you know what we're playing next week, Henry? No. What's that say? Frogger! Frogger! My favorite game. Well, maybe we'll see. My... Maybe you can come back next week then. And Frog is my favorite game. And book time. And burger time. Yep. But maybe... Uh, and Popeye. But I know we're going to do it. You like Popeye now, too? Yes. Yeah? Should we go play some more Popeye? Yes. All right. So until next time, you too, listeners, should go play some old games. They've missed you.